Have you ever experienced the flashes, beautiful, synonymous with catastrophic? Those were things I bore witness. Then what followed was turmoil, quicksand dribbled with oil. A river, a river of toxins and spoils. Forbidden courage. Have us writhing in our own carnage. Making a pig of the matter. The cluts, the clues and clatters. What is the meaning of us if you don't matter? Stricken by the spoils of war, the child's encore leaves me sore, exposed by the times that leaves me morally poor. In a line, the very confines of my own mind in a child, crying at the very sight, witnessing the potential of his own might. If only we had the insight to grasp it. If only we had the know-how to teach it. Perhaps one day down the line, one from yours or mine could reach it. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Poetry Journal Podcast. I am your host, Alex Mara. And, um... Hope everyone's having a good week, so to speak. Um, been positive, feeling good, ready to go. And um, for today, um, we have loads of questions. Uh, just things I just want to throw out there. Spanners in the works, I suppose. Any for your thoughts, whatever uh, phrase you choose, let it be. Um, that was the quote I wanted to go into today. I just want to throw it out there. Um, I'm going to go through it again and I'll just kind of give you a little rundown on what I think. Um, here it goes. Have you ever experienced? The flashes, beautiful, synonymous with catastrophic. Those were the things I bore witness. Then what followed was turmoil, quicksand riddled with oil, a river of toxins and spoils, forbidden courage, have us writhing in our own carnage, making a pig of the matter, the cluts, the clues and clatters. What is the meaning if you don't matter? Stricken by the spoils of war, the child's encore leaves me sore, exposed by the times that leaves me morally poor. In a line the very confines of my mind in a child crying at the very sight 
witnessing the potential of his own might. If only we had the insight to grasp it. If only we had the know-how to teach it. Perhaps one day down the line, one from yours or mine could reach it. Um, um, even for myself, I think uh, this one, this piece that I, I, I wanted to put out there today, I want to speak about, I um, it's kind of put me in a place where, you know, I'm just thinking there's there's a lot to think about. Um, where where I started with it is from the from the point from the uh, from the point where nothing matters if you don't do it for do for self. If you don't do for self, nothing matters to begin with, right? It's kind of like the whole quote, you know. They say, you know, if a plane's going down, what do you do? Um, the first thing you do is do for self, right? You put your own situation, you handle your own situations in it, like put in your own, put on your own, your mask, your your oxygen mask, whatever it is, and um, whether it be a parachute or whatnot, you know, safety, safety. Um, equipment, safety, personal protective situation, you put that on yourself first. And so, um, I bring that whole premise to this in a sense of, it doesn't, does it matter if you don't do for yourself? I would argue it doesn't. Um, you know, it kind of also brings back to the whole idea of like, um, if 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 a tree falls in a forest and nobody nobody's there, does it did it really fall? You know, but um, I'm not. I try not to veer off too far, but I would ask the question to follow that. What about the coming after you? As in your lineage to follow. So not only do you not do for self, but you don't do for one that comes after you. So where where would that leave? Where would that leave your situation or the as a whole? Like looking at the bigger picture, like say you talk about a family tree, etc. Where does that leave your lineage in a sense? It's literally like you're taking generational steps backwards. The sons and daughters, their one step forward being of relevance, I think comes to mind also. Um, of course, speaking of lineage. So that will be the, the basic point. Um, I think it's important that what follows after you is just as important as yourself and the importance of yourself and what you do for yourself. Because one can't 
exist without the other one could argue um, in a sense well it, it can but I'm saying why would you want it to why would you not want to exist after you why would you not want to pass on what you are your essence to somebody else that would be an asinine situation crazy in a sense or uh, somewhat in somewhat perhaps selfish combined with um, illogical ideals or perhaps a little bit unhinged in a sense um, it would appear in this day and age that it's something we should all be concerned about and I, what I mean by that is not only you know I, I think more to the point what comes after you and what you're going to leave in your stead um, it begs the question you know how do you fit in that situation I would like to ask in a sense maybe ask yourself that if you had the chance to go back in theory or you're a listener of uh, old enough age like say in your 40s etc or 50s looking at the generation now or looking at your family now from a younger generation and perhaps you see there's so many things that's not quite one could argue it could have been better it could have done better like you being who you are you could see how you could have done it better um, would you be willing to change it for the betterment of things to come beyond yourself And if that comes with a sacrifice, um, would you make the sacrifice? What is the world worth to you? Would you die for it? Would you give your life to save it? I would add a caveat to that. Um, would your answer to those questions change if you were to in interject family? What your family means to you? What your family mean to you? How would they be... Uh, affected by your lacking or 
lacking of effect despite the power to change the world yet yet choosing not to do so in a way that affect them positively if your answer depicts such a situation and the two questions asked to you know to such a question is what is the world worth to you would you die for it would you give your life to save it and then following moving on from those two questions I would ask what is the meaning of love in this modern day What encapsulates the world, the word love? I'll, I'll interject myself into this one. So if I was to speak for myself, uh, I see, uh, I, 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 I see it more in a logical sense. So as in more of like a loaded word that encapsulates um, so it's it's of three composites Uh, it interchanges over time I one could argue I believe it does Um, and I think the values um I think the values um, varies to different people or one could argue those are variables but for me those three is kind of like a uh, it's kind of like a triangle of three factors and I would say the three factors for me would be loyalty for one or, or not in order but just three a loyalty trust I think the interchangeable one uh, which would be all the third is respect Um, but one could argue that duty could be there some people value duty over trust and perhaps it is Um, is subjective in my belief Um, between a man and a woman the obligation alone to be dutiful is one I think echoes beyond simple dynamics of relationship perhaps it's one of those factors that would be summed as being classed as a small thing or, you know just being little but when you ponder on the role on the role it plays speaking of duty I one could argue it's an integral part of the overall chain that bonds us um, speaking of you know uh, 
that word love and those three composites and in this premise duty is the is one of the duty is the one I'm speaking about I would argue that between so many men and women today one of the biggest falter is when we lose our sense of duty we lose sight of the bigger picture that duty plays we lose our way about how much one one person means to the other it's almost like it's a certain lens that you lend yourself to your partner in a sense to actually show your value to them that's that's another way to put it but that's pretty much what I'm, what I'm, I'm saying um, it's a crazy thing it's a crazy thing to see somebody that would die for you once upon a time you know I'm sure a lot of people in this world could argue they've been in a situation where they've been with somebody that would die for them once upon a time yet on the flip of the coin in the next moment down the line let's say a decade or or you're just talking about you know just just a, just a normal day um, of betrayal where the very same person would cause your biggest downfall your demise your destruction those are two very extremes uh, two extreme uh from one extreme to the other extreme on the same spectrum in a spectrum in a sense um, I would argue that this is a true definition of being unhinged as opposed to what the so-called encapsulation of love revolves around and also it begs the question is that is that duty being flipped being reversed being turned upside down against you is it duty could duty be a double edged sword so in sense in, in terms of if we, we play devil's advocate in this situation, duty being double-headed sword in the sense of like, I have a duty to uplift you. Now my duty becomes your downfall. I've got to make sure you, ri you, you never rise from the ashes. You're no phoenix around here. Your demise is my prize. 
It's a peculiar question. Are you living for yourself or others? Are you a giver or receiver? Does the ideals of duty, in essence, make you want to hurl? Ergo, is it sickening? Stick a pin. Let's pause. Here's another one. What does it mean for you to receive or being received? One could argue those are where <clears throat> the matches of a relationship begins. Unless I'm ready at the part of my life you're giving me you're giving to me. One could argue perhaps you're not really being received. I think this is pivotal. And at this juncture, who is to blame? Is it is it the the previous generation that was responsible for you not giving you the tools to be uh, a giver or a, a receiver and so you're prepared for either for either situation Or is it the person that's giving or receiving that's not privy to your definition or your what you value as indications of what you're getting is me receiving or it's almost like your frequency of giving or your frequency of receiving is that person not privy or understanding of such how well do they know you and if that's the case can you really trust it um I would argue perhaps it was not meant to be. Just a few spanners for your thoughts. Um, should you have any questions, reach out, contact me. We'd love to hear from people about things I'm speaking on. And um, I appreciate everyone for listening. Um, social links will be available. And, you know, this is a poetry platform and I'm a creator, creative 
writer, author. So links will be available for things that I've created, poetry, stories, and um, perhaps just reach out, check them, see if you find something you like. Thanks everyone for listening. And um, until next time, take care.